Hey, what's up? It's LaShawn with DivasAreFrugal.com. And today we're talking about money and relationships. This is for single and married people, so I'm not leaving anybody out on this topic. One of the most important and beneficial things that we can learn about our finances is our personal relationship with money. Your relationship with money starts when you're young. It starts when you're in your primary household. So even if you never remember hearing a conversation about money, still the way the money was handled in your household affects how you handle money in your adult life, your relationship with your finances. So you could have like three or four people who grew up in the same household. They had the same money situation and they all that affected them differently, right? So an example would be like Joe and Casey. Joe and Casey, they grew up in a household where money was scarce, they really didn't have it. Um, Their parents always said, you know, said negative things about money, like, oh, you can't get this, we don't have the money, or we don't have this, we don't have that, right? So when Joe grew up, you know, he became like a millionaire, he has all this money, but he is like super tight with money. And then Casey, you know, she has, she's not like a millionaire or anything like that, but she has, you know, she has money. She's doing well for herself, but she loves to spend money. You know, Joe's thing is like, hey, I got this money. I never want to be in that situation. You know, we were in as kids, so I'm going to hold on to my money as much as possible. And Casey, her thing is like, look, I ain't had this when I was growing up. I got it now. Why not spend it? So you have two people from the same situation it affected them differently so if joe and casey were to sit down and really just think about their you know their past their um childhood growing up when it comes to money and stuff like that i think that that would help them kind of balance out you know where they are now i consider myself a spender you know in my relationship in my marriage And that's just based off um, if you're looking at spending versus saving, which I do cover this topic in my um, course, The Diva Slay Budget, which is on divasarefrugal.com. It is a free course. So if you're just talking about spender and saver, I've always considered myself a spender. Although, yes, I am the frugal diva and all of that, I still like to spend money compared to like my, um, my husband. Now, over the years, I have become more cautious of my spending and I become more of a saver. I actually took a money personality quiz. Um, I just Googled it. And my results were that I was a security seeker. They give you two results. So one was security seeker and secondary was saver. And basically that means I like to have a plan. That's where the security part comes in. And I like to play it safe, basically. So, I mean, and that is kind of where I am now. But I do know that um, in the past I was definitely like spin, spin, spin. But now I know like I need to have a plan because I don't want to operate from the place of lack. Other categories that this specific quiz had were... um, Flyer, risk taker, and spender. And then, of course, I tested as security seeker slash saver. And so I encourage you to go on Google and to um, just Google person money personality quiz. 
and just take one of the quizzes to kind of see what you would identify as. And taking these quizzes, it doesn't just give you a new like title, like, oh, I'm a spender, I'm a saver. I believe it allows you to kind of see where you are currently, if you're really being honest, and then allows you to make those decisions to be the type of person you want to be as far as your money relationship. Knowing your relationship with money allows you to better understand yourself and offers you a better approach when dealing with relationships. Now, this does not have to be necessarily a romantic relationship. This could be friendships. It could be a business partnership. So, for example, somebody was uh, recently they were talking about a business that they started with a couple other people. And somebody asked them, well, why did you go in business with these people? And they said, honestly, I know where they are, you know, financially, and I know how they deal with money. So I knew that, you know, for what my vision was, basically, they would be able to fit that bill, right? Because you know, if you know your friends and you know how they are with money, you know which ones you can trust and go into a business situation with and which ones you can't, right? Me knowing my relationship with money allows me to check myself when needed and reflect on things and situations they know that may come up um, when dealing with money. And also, if I know how my partner relates to money, that allows me to kind of know how to approach them in certain situations. You know, a lot, I think one of the number one ways that people get divorced uh, and number one ways people have issues is over money. So it's like, if I know how this person is with money, I can approach different situations differently and have, you know, a better outcome. One um, example I had was say if, um, you know, you're a significant other, like they're a penny pincher, right? And you want to go on a trip. You want to go, I don't know, to California or whatever. And it can be a pretty, you know, expensive trip for the family. So if you were, if your husband or your significant other is like a penny pincher, penny pincher, and you are more of a, you know, let's go, let's have fun, let's live on the wild side type of person, you wouldn't necessarily approach them and say, hey, let's go on this trip to California. Because in their mind, it's already like, oh, that's too much money. For them, for your partner, what you would do is, okay, hey, let's go on a trip to California. This is the plan that's going to be in place. Like, hey, we can get the tickets now. That will save us a couple of hundred dollars there. Like, or, you know, we can use our reward points and this allow us to stay at so-and-so resort or so-and-so hotel and we don't have to pay, you know, full price. So just having an actual plan to give them, that would get you to California a lot faster than just saying like, hey, I want to go to California, let's go. Um, And then just all these prices and expenses are kind of just coming at them. It's not going to work at all. But if you go to this person, if you have a plan in place, then you're more likely to get, you know, what you want because you're putting that person at ease knowing that, okay, yes, I know you want to do this and it's attainable to me. And I don't feel like I'm about to spend like all my money, you know, because then that puts them in a place of being vulnerable um, probably scared really and they're not gonna go for it and it could turn into arguments and you're not knowing that oh the reason why they're like this is because of something that happened way probably before you so that's one of the examples that I had so that is it for today's podcast 
visit my blog, divasarefrugal.com. I actually have a freebie that is there waiting on you at the door. So as soon as you go on the website, it should pop up and it is a goal workbook. So a goal setting workbook and it has, you know, a couple of sheets in there for you to kind of, you know, definitely be maintaining your goals throughout the year. I thank you all for tuning in. Please share this podcast with someone so they can get this great information also. And I will talk to you all later.